0: Welcome to the Big Unlock podcast, where we discuss digital transformation and emerging technologies in healthcare. Here, some of the most innovative thinkers and leaders in healthcare and technology talk about how they are driving change in their organizations.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. This is Patty, and it is my Great privilege and honor to introduce my special guest today, Giovanni Monti, Vice President and Director of Healthcare Innovation for Walgreens Boots Alliance. It's very rare for me to actually do a podcast interview in person, and this is one of those rare occasions. I am at the Walgreens Boots Alliance Corporate Headquarters in Deerfield, Illinois. Giovanni, thank you so much for joining us, and welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you, Patty. Great to be on your podcast uh, and doing it in person. Very good, very good. So let's
1: get started. Tell us a little bit about your current role and the digital healthcare innovation group at Walgreens.
0: Sure, absolutely. So Walgreens and, uh, and Walgreens Boots Alliance, in particular, is basically the largest pharmacy network in uh, in the world. And uh, so in my role, I'm really focused on. Uh, extending uh, the relationship that customers have uh, with their pharmacies and pharmacists from, from the pharmacy to overall healthcare, and to do that not just in store, but where and when they want it with the view of helping the customers better manage their healthcare. We do that sometimes developing new pharmacy services, delivered in-store, other times developing uh, digital innovations that are then uh, delivered uh, in an omni-channel way. And it's really, like all the innovations, a, a great team effort, uh, uh, not only my team, uh, that's, which is between Seattle, Chicago, and uh, and the UK, but the, the overall company from the stores to to everyone else, as well as partners, because through our innovations, we also bring lots of uh, partners and innovators to market.
1: And we'll cover a lot of this as we go along in the conversations. Uh, You mentioned a couple of things. Clearly, your focus is to take your retail consumer relationships to an online relationships. That's one of your focus areas. And you also mentioned healthcare is all about delivering care to consumers when they want it, how they want it, and where they want it. So I know that uh, Walgreens made a big digital splash earlier this summer with your new app. You want to uh, share a little bit about the app?
0: Sure, absolutely. So the Walgreens app was already a very successful app app that uh, Walgreens customers uh, uh, utilize on a daily basis uh, to manage their prescriptions. And uh, what we've really done is uh, a year ago, we started extending uh, that app to, as I was saying earlier, enabling consumers to manage their healthcare more broadly. And so, what we've launched is Find Care, which is a, a, a new solution available on the Walgreens app and on walgreens.com. And it's a platform enabling individuals to connect with healthcare. Solutions based on where they are and based on their healthcare needs. And we've designed it in a way that it's totally customer centric. And on Fine Care, then consumers would find, of course, all the Walgreens services that we deliver, but also a curated selection of partners and the solutions delivered by these partners. Sometimes in store, other times uh, purely digital in mm-hmm. a very consumer friendly way. We launched it a year ago, approximately, and then uh, we keep adding uh, uh, new partners and new solutions uh, based on what customer needs and uh, based on what we learn from the 8 million customers that go through Walgreens uh, stores or right. digital on a daily basis.
1: I'll come to the partnerships in a minute. Could you tell us what was the need you perceived in the market as you started thinking about this app for the consumers?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, what is happening uh, in healthcare, as as you cover in so many of your podcasts, is is that consumers uh, are looking for convenient solutions uh, they want or sometimes need to be more involved in managing their healthcare. Costs sometimes are escalating. And uh, there's a, so the, there was a need uh, to um, connect individuals to more convenient price transparent solutions. And uh, we had the opportunity of doing it given our great footprint uh, and daily traffic as I said in stores and, uh, and digitally. And uh, we already had a great starting point because through Walgreens we have lots of partnerships uh, on different customer needs in different regions with different partners, whether it's uh, you know labs and urgent care and primary care or other partners. So with Fine Care we aim to address these customer needs of a convenient, transparent uh, access uh, to their health.
1: Let's talk about the partnerships, right? The FindCare app, which, by the way, is on my phone as well. I'm a Walgreens customer and, you know, I pick up my prescriptions using the Walgreens app. And now I have FindCare, which gives me a whole menu of offerings. And uh, I'm going to let you actually talk about the offerings. And you mentioned a curated list of partners. So tell me about the curation process. Well, firstly... How did you curate the services that you wanted to offer on the app? And then how did you curate the partners who are going to offer it on your behalf, on your digital property?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we want to make sure that customers have access to proven, reliable solutions to manage their healthcare. And uh, we look at what the customer needs are, what the various innovations uh, are, what is available on the market, but maybe not really utilized uh, because of a lack of direct access to consumers. And we come up with a prioritization for the fine care development in terms of adding new services and uh, and new partners. As we identify target areas, uh, then uh, we aim to start with the leaders in uh, in that area and uh, again the starting point was uh, really great because when we launched it we had uh, already 17 partners on board uh, starting with what was already with who was already working uh, with us uh, in store maybe with co-located clinics uh, urgent care online doctors uh, from MD live to Providence, labcorp etc But then quickly, fine care has uh, already become uh, a way to, based on the customer needs, uh, attract uh, to Walgreens uh, new partners uh, that deliver their solutions. So, for instance, over the past few months, uh, we have announced uh, the um, extension of fine care to chronic condition management. with uh, now Propeller available on fine care to manage asthma and COPD or Dexcom and continuous glucose monitors. So there's a whole stream of uh, solution providers. There's also new care delivery models, uh, whether it's um, doctor house calls uh, like Heal uh, in in the West or Telederm uh, solutions, uh, in this case uh, nationally. And then we also look at, you know, national versus uh, local in a way, because depending on the service and depending on the partners, uh, which is what makes sense. So uh, we've also added uh, in certain geographies where we didn't uh, yet have uh, a great local uh, offering through through fine care, more partners like uh, Houston Methodist uh, or other national uh, solutions uh, as well. So that's really the principle of, uh, of how we develop the partnership uh, on, on fine care.
1: And now, how many partners are you right now?
0: Approximately 30, but it's uh, growing uh, quickly. Yeah, so yeah. as of and today, 30, but maybe...
1: Maybe the next time we speak, it'll be much exactly. more than
0: that. Some offer more than one service uh, right. because they might have urgent care and uh, telehealth. Uh, through fine care, for instance.
1: So is it fair to say the focus of the offerings is uh, routine primary care, but also urgent care? Are these the two main focus areas for the... Uh-
0: you know, it goes all the way to... The beauty, of a, the beauty of a platform like fine care is that it really enables deep personalization and localization. So we are adding uh, services that we know will be Valuable only for certain segments of uh, our customers, uh, but when they are, they will be very valuable. So we've gone all the way to teledermatology, as I've mentioned earlier, or even second opinion is already available uh, on uh, on fine care. So clearly, telehealth, urgent care, primary care are some of the focus areas, but. With like any internet platforms, we can manage the long tail, right, so to say.
1: So let me uh, switch topics here for a minute and talk about the data that's powering many of these applications. Now, you mentioned you have a very, very strong foot traffic in your store, so obviously you have a very strong understanding of your retail consumers and retail healthcare consumers. Now, to build more of a healthcare relationship, you probably need uh, other data sources as well about their you know clinical and their claims history and so on and so forth can you talk a little bit about your data strategy as it relates to building out new products and engaging more with your patients
0: yeah absolutely so the way we look at it is that we are totally focused on the customer's interests walgreens uh, and uh, the other Walgreens Boots Alliance uh, companies uh, in other countries uh, are a very trusted and pharmacies are a very trusted uh, counterparty or healthcare stakeholder. And so there's, a, there's a, a great level of trust that consumers have in interacting uh, uh, daily with us uh, in store and digitally. We, with Fine Care, continue to be totally focused on uh, the customer's interest. Uh, so as Find care evolves uh, both from a product perspective as well as uh, partnerships, and as uh, deeper data strategies and opportunities uh, are becoming possible, we prioritize uh, and uh, decide entirely the art of the possible uh, yeah. uh, enabled by data centered on the customer interest.
1: And I did notice that the FindCare app, all the services that are offered on the app, there's actually a price indicated as well. So I assume that it was a conscious decision on your part to list all the prices for all of the services so that consumers had price transparency and they came to your store, just like they would for anything that they bought at the store, even though it's a digital health Offering, and that's kind of a unique and interesting thing as well.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. We we believe it's uh, well. We know from from customers' feedback that an insight that it's something uh, they very much uh, look for, and we're very focused uh, through the Fine Care platform uh, uh, on building uh, the necessary transparency. Together with the convenient uh, access uh, to right. the solutions,
1: so the applications like fine Care are what uh, I refer to as digital front doors. This is like a digital storefront for consumers to come in and avail of broad range of healthcare services. But Walgreens is not the only company that is launching these kinds of digital front doors. A lot of traditional healthcare providers, as well as non-traditional healthcare providers are getting into the business. And so the competitive landscape for primary care, urgent care type of services is evolving. Would you like to comment on what you see as the as the current state of the market as it relates to the emergence of a digital front door type of offerings?
0: Yeah, sure. So it is absolutely an evolving uh, framework in a way and uh, with um, non-traditional players as well. Uh, And uh, even I would say the traditional players uh, playing their role uh, in non-traditional ways. Because uh, it is possible today, thanks to the evolution of uh, technology, data, interoperability, regulation, depending on the countries, etc., to connect the customer and patient journeys uh, in different ways. With Fine Care and with the Walgreens Network, we are focused on enabling uh, those new care delivery models and, uh, and customer journeys uh, without you know, the unnecessary barriers uh, between uh, one and the other. So, for instance, uh, a, a while ago, uh, almost uh, a year ago, we in Walgreens, uh, we launched a, a collaboration with Humana Opening uh, partners in primary care centers for for seniors, uh, or we've more recently announced one uh, with Village MD for primary care offering for for adults. And these collaborations, uh, of course, then uh, uh, as they go live, uh, they also go live on uh, on Fine Care, where there are many other evolving uh, offerings as well. I think the principle that we have to keep in mind and design to is uh, the integrated uh, journey where it's possible between the various uh, care delivery stakeholders and pharmacists and primary care and the rest, which is what consumers are looking for in addition to price transparency uh, and you, you also there. have
1: partnerships with hospitals I think Advocate Aurora is one of your partners for sure. so so you I'm assuming have a referral arrangement in place where uh, your consumers were looking for more acute care type of uh, services you could refer them to one of your partners in your fine care network is that the is that the intent
0: so it's all uh, uh, built uh, as I said earlier with customers first. Uh, Transparency and uh, choice uh, and uh, consumers, depending on where they are, uh, see different offers uh, because okay. in their geographies uh, there might be certain partnerships and uh, and those will be different from uh, other geographies like uh, healthcare systems uh, right. are across different states. How
1: has the response been since uh, So the, the app has been out there for what, three months, four months now?
0: The latest services, uh, yes. Uh, Leaner version uh, with fewer partners uh, and services uh, now a year uh, the, the response uh, look we're really really pleased with uh, with the response uh, I would say, and when we were talking about partners, so let's continue on that. Uh, we have uh, almost doubled the number of uh, partners and services available on fine care in the first uh, year, which is uh, a great sign of uh, the interest that so many partners and healthcare innovators have in uh, bringing uh, through us uh, proven uh, uh, healthcare innovations uh, to market. Because again, we have uh, such a good connection, credibility and daily flow of customers that we can truly help our customers, partners. But also the reaction from the stores and from customers has has been uh, very good with uh, you know the the colleagues in stores uh, that have um, learned, have gone through training, and uh, now have uh, one place to go to find new solutions to recommend to consumers. Uh, customers, the from the stories I like the most about customers' reaction is when they're actually able to find uh, end-to-end solutions on on Fine Care, maybe in store where a colleague uh, recommends them. Uh, for a certain need uh, to access the platform. They do a consultation or access any of those services and are able to walk out of the store with uh, their health need uh, yeah. solved, which is uh, which is uh, pretty impressive. Whereas from a more, if you want, healthcare innovation and digital perspective, we're also quite happy that in, uh, in uh, less than a year we were already shortlisted as a webby honoree, which uh, you know is a, is a great start for a new digital product. Yeah,
1: yeah, congratulations, yeah. Let me take a step back now. You're, you're also the director of healthcare innovation, and this is clearly a very innovative new offering from Walgreens. Can you talk to us a little bit about how you define innovation? Every organization has a different definition. What is your definition of innovation? How do you define success metrics and how do you track, how do you measure success with innovation?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'll um, repeat what I said earlier a bit because it's uh, really what we, we stand for in a way. We want to uh, have consumers uh, manage their healthcare in a convenient uh, and cost-effective way and uh, with great outcomes uh, uh, as much as possible. And... Uh, so for any innovations we are introducing, we are very, very focused uh, uh, on that. Um, the, we're equally focused, uh, given our scale, uh, on making innovations uh, sustainable, which then uh, means that for all the stakeholders involved, whether it's the digital um, therapeutics or connected uh, care companies bringing innovations or our networks in scaling them up etc we want to ensure that you know we can serve the millions of customers and patients we have and so we are very focused on from the beginning designing uh, innovations that have that level of uh, sustainability yeah. so again given our scale we we also, liaise a lot with the rest of the healthcare stakeholders or national healthcare systems uh, because we know that when uh, when we succeed in innovations, there is a profound impact on the local healthcare system. Just think at, I don't know, immunizations, for instance. A few years ago, before they were available in pharmacy, the landscape was totally different and think of the profound impact it has had on uh, care delivery, the role that we've had in uh, adding these services in, in pharmacies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes for smaller startups is uh, is easier to start because they have to worry a bit less about the implications at scale. We have the luxury of uh, developing innovations in a group that has just in the U.S. Uh, yeah. eight million daily customers. Uh, so we feel that responsibility.
1: Yeah, now, of course, Walgreens Boots is now much more than a U.S. company. It's a global firm. and. Uh, when you look at your company's business in a global perspective and when you look at uh, innovation pipeline and prioritizing innovation investments and taking care of customers' needs in different global markets, right, how do you really manage the trade-offs and how do you really prioritize when it comes to you know, managing, let's say, customer consumer needs in Europe versus North America? How do you do that for, as an innovation group that's responsible at a at an enterprise
0: yeah. level. Yeah, so innovation happens everywhere, uh, first of all. So, like in uh, you know local communities with local contracting relationships with the local healthcare system, and they maybe come up with a new way to deliver a healthcare service, etc. And that's fine, absolutely. it's and We can help uh, scale some of those innovations. What we're very focused on in, in my team, in a way, is uh, the those innovations that are truly scalable uh, across geographies because they build on common customer needs, uh, common platforms, yeah. et cetera. And I would say, for instance, the example of uh, fine care is uh, probably a, a good one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, in addition to internal innovation, do you have a formal program for looking at what's going out, going on out there in the marketplace? For instance, you know, the startup ecosystem in the United States and digital health innovation ecosystems, billions and billions in VC money that is going to fund uh, startups that have very interesting ideas. But of course, they also come with a lot of risks. How do you really harness external innovation in a way that doesn't put you at too much risk, but at the same time gives you the opportunity to tap into the innovation that is available? What are the trade-offs there? How do you look at that market?
0: Yeah, so we are very active. on the market uh, with lots of different offices uh, across my team and, and others uh, constantly speaking with the innovators. Let's remember that innovations can come from uh, you know, startups uh, as well as uh, big uh, sure. leaders sure. in their space. Uh, and uh, we, again, are constantly speaking with uh, innovators. At the same time, we're very focused on uh, the strategic priorities that we've identified based on uh, our roadmaps and the customer needs, uh, because it's important to work with the right innovators and at the right time to then really help them grow at scale. And sometimes it's better to wait and, uh, and touch base again after six months or a year when the product roadmap, marketing roadmap, whatever is better aligned. In these dialogues uh, and uh, and relationship with innovators, for instance, uh, I would also add, uh, you know, we we go from having added uh, Propeller, uh, a great example of a a relatively new company, to actually having introduced services uh, uh, on uh, sleep uh, with uh, Philips, uh, which is uh, almost at the other scale uh, of the size continuum.
1: Yeah. Uh, one of my earlier guests on my podcast put it this way, you know, they said, we look first internally to see whether the solution is available somewhere in the system, you know, if you find a need in the market. And uh, if it isn't available, we ask ourselves, can we build it ourselves with the resources that we have? And if the answer is no to that, then we go out and look whether such a solution is available out there in the market. And they, of course, do one more thing, which is that if they really find an interesting solution, they'll go out and put some venture capital money into the company themselves. Do you have a VC fund? Do you look at uh, companies that way?
0: We're really focused on uh, bringing uh, new solutions to consumers. That's our DNA with uh, the the network we have, uh, the role that we have in pharmacy and uh, and our network. And uh, sometimes innovation are available, uh, and uh, however, they're not where the customers are, and we can help uh, that happen. So, that is really our focus, and uh, the way we can uh, create value for consumers uh, as well as for uh, innovators uh, that want to scale up their innovations.
1: That's very well said. Well we're coming up to the end of our time here Giovanni is there uh, are there any closing thoughts anything that you'd like to share maybe some new innovation uh, that uh, you're working on that you'd like to share with us
0: what i would say is um first of all thank you again for for the opportunity of being on on uh, your podcast uh, and uh, I, I would say to just go on uh, walgreens.com and check out fine care and see yeah. whether there's a an opportunity for your company, healthcare system, solution providers, uh, digital therapeutics, whatever it is, uh, to connect with, uh, with our customers in a personalized uh, targeted way. Uh, I was mentioning earlier, uh, Philips, uh, it's the latest uh, addition to the solutions that we offer via fine care with their smart sleep analyzer that then provides personalized recommendations. Uh, there's a there's a lot that innovators can do with fine care and the Walgreens uh, scale uh, and network. Uh, there's a rich product roadmap and partnership roadmap. Uh, and uh, I look forward to sharing other developments uh, maybe in the near future.
1: Yeah, and we'll be back again and uh, we should touch base maybe six months to a year from now, and I'm sure uh, you'll have a lot of, lot of new updates and a lot of new uh, innovations to talk about. But Giovanni, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you. And uh, once again, uh, thank you for hosting me at the Walgreens Boots uh, Alliance Global Headquarters here in Deerfield, Illinois. And thank you once again. We'll be in touch.
0: Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Subscribe to our podcast series at www.thebigunlock.com and write to us at info at